It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashomania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. We are back, bashing the brain, Willie, live from somewhere in Idaho. Spokane. Spokane, Spokane, Washington. Washington Washington for a couple days, a couple more days, and then we'll move. You just can't get away from the Big Ten. The The Big Ten goes to Willie. I know. I move out here. They uh, add some teams. Yeah, I love it. So we're going to talk about conference realignment today because there's a lot going on there's a lot of questions there's a lot of people like dming me saying why is this bad for wrestling what does this mean for wrestling so we're going to dive in i know willie says he has no sponsors but thankfully we do have a sponsor attack video game stats meet real life training find out what your attack rating is they have video game stats where it's strength endurance speed mentality agility flexibility one of the coolest apps going built by wrestlers for wrestlers but they're having so much success that you're seeing a ton of football players and other high school athletes using it to level up. So download the attack app, ATAC. It's on Google play store. It's in the Apple store. Follow them on social ATAC.app. Thank you to attack. We're not Willie. We need sponsors. All right, Willie. Well, we'll hit that. We'll hit that when we get, when we get to the topic, but I'll explain why I said I don't have any sponsors. Um, you know, Paid content is a great is a great thing that lets you do that. Yeah, do you want to I mean, dive right into that right now? Because I, I don't know what where that tweet came from. So if you want to make that the first topic, let's go. All right. So my first topic, I mean, the, the genesis of that tweet was that I get so angry that, um, you know, we got conference realignment. Oregon's coming in the Big Ten. Obviously, all, all the Big Ten schools have wrestling. And I don't believe that the four new schools are going to be compelled to have programs and it it really makes me angry and um Oregon in and of itself makes me angry because of all the things that go on with it they have Nike money they make money off Nike I mean they Nike makes money off wrestling I mean let's be clear Oregon and Nike are synonymous that they they have the funds to have a wrestling team and they choose not to for absolutely no reason. And then you have, and then you have Nike providing wrestling gear, right? They are making money off of wrestling. If they weren't making money, they wouldn't be in business. So they're making money off wrestling, but they're choosing not to support wrestling. And the reason I said, I don't have sponsors is because I like the guys at APS. I I really do. Um, Grant Turner, especially. And I I mean, frankly, I love the guy. But if Oregon's going to come back and choose not to have wrestling, then why is Nike making a a cent off wrestling? Oregon had a wrestling program and cut them, what, like a decade ago, I want to say? Was it longer than that? Uh, Around, yeah, I think think around a decade ago. and, And, you know... Shane Webster had won a national title the year before. I mean, they had a national champion. They had a national champion. And then they go and they cut the program. Right? It's it's 
devastating when when especially the entire region needs wrestling programs as much as they can right oregon oregon state um boise state we're really the only three in the pacific northwest and and then you cut oregon and then boise gets cut and now you have just oregon state well and so and we'll dive into that because so what's happening is you have all these schools realigning with different con conferences you first you had a while ago it was announced that usc and ucla are moving to the big 10 and at first everybody's getting all excited like oh can't wait for the wrestling programs well that's not a guarantee but now you have washington state and oregon saying they're also going to the big 10 you have arizona state arizona and utah announcing that they're going to the big 12 so mm -hmm you have a whole slew of problems in, in different conferences and the pac 12 is down to like four or five schools. And I, mm -hmm. I, I don't even know if they'd have a conference championship right now as it stands. And now there's rumors that the ACC is allegedly um, exploring Cal and Stanford moving. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different moves happening in the Big Ten schools, for example. It's not a guarantee that people think it's going to be a prerequisite. They have to get wrestling. I'm under the impression well, that that's not going to be the case. Yeah, I don't. That's a frustrating part, too. And you see it's sort of uh, you see you see two contingents of people on Twitter that the, the reaction to this, you see the optimists <clears throat> saying this is going to be great we're going to we're going to pick up at least a couple more programs right they're going to they're going to add programs and you see the realist the the, the Adam Terrapelli's the Scott Greens um saying guys this isn't going to be good uh they're not going to add programs and when when the new when they New schools come into the Big Ten don't add programs. It could make the incumbent guys, the incumbent administration, say maybe we should cut programs, right? Be it wrestling, be it field hockey, whatever it may be. And so ultimately, I, I don't believe it's a good thing. Yeah, and we were talking on the phone last night about Nebraska as an example of uh, – you know, a school well, that could, given the history of their AD, cut wrestling. Yeah, I I don't think they will, but it's scary with 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 uh, Trev Alberts there in his in his past. But then I don't think Nebraska will. Nebraska is a really proud uh, sports community. They like having their, they like having their. Uh, yeah, and I don't. I don't think they'll cut it, but the the one of the scary things of all this is the question marks and the uncertainty because you look at somebody and think, what could they do? Well, you know, just the just the visibility of it too, just the optics of it is like, okay, <clears throat> Big Ten, every program has a, a wrestling team, right? Now it's not. Now it's like, yeah, some of them do, some of them don't. That's not good optics. And and for those so, who don't know, the Nebraska AD 
correct me if, I, I, if I'm getting this wrong, the Nebraska AD cut wrestling from Nebraska Omaha when he was the AD over there. Yeah, and Nebraska Omaha at the time was rattling off D2 titles, you know? Yeah. So he's a guy who's cut wrestling before. And Nebraska, you know, has not only a strong team, strong recruits, strong coaching. So I'm not sitting here saying, hey, this guy's going to cut Nebraska. I'm just saying it, it leads to those types of questions. And I think you're already going to have, like, there's going to be a lot of cool things to it. But make no mistake about it. This is all football. This is all about football and money and universities chasing a college football championship. And what you're seeing a lot of the non-traditional media talking about, Missouri coach talking about, uh, I think Lane Kiffin was talking about it, what these athletes are going to have to endure, specifically non-football players, where you have Washington State field hockey coming to play Rutgers or Rutgers traveling to Oregon for a duel. Like the the amount, not a duel, a game, whatever, but the amount of travel in the wear and tear on on families, fans, it's crazy. It's getting a lot of blowback for anybody who's really thinking about what this looks like for student athletes. Yeah, if you look at it, and football is different and basketball is different because, and I said this decades ago when people, oh, we, we, the athletes need to be paid and compensated. And listen, the rules are different for basketball and football. That Those dudes don't got to go to class. Let's get real. They, I mean, they have tutors. Their, grade, their grades are given to them. Their grades are given to them, right? So let's, let's just discount that. There's no, there's no um, academic rigor for football and basketball players. So, and so, but for the Jimmys and Joes, right? The, the 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 average or the the low revenue sport, non revenue sports, the wrestling, the baseball, the soccer, the lacrosse. These guys got to go to class, right? And when you're talking about a baseball team, right now, they're not going from uh, Indiana to Purdue. We're talking about going from UCLA to Penn State to play a three-game baseball series. Those guys got to get up. They got to get on a commercial flight. They got to go to Penn State and play for three or four days, get on a plane again, go back across the country, and get their ass to class the next day. Which is crazy. And and that's where a lot of these coaches are like, listen, I get it. People are chasing the money. They're chasing the dollar. But why is nobody thinking about the students? And that's where a lot of the blowback is, you know, so you have the athlete who this is crazy implications for, again, especially non-football. And then you have travel stuff. You also have the fact that, you know, regardless of what sport it is, you're adding, let's say, four schools to the Big Ten. You're going to start seeing less of your favorite duels. So your wrestling duel favorite, you might not see Penn State, Iowa. You might not see some of these matchups because, well, now let's say some of these programs do add wrestling. What is a conference tournament? What does a conference season look like? You know, it's crazy. Yeah. And there's obviously going to have to be 
beyond the conference realignment, beyond the, the four schools coming to the Big Ten and three schools coming to the Big 12, there's obviously going to have to be some sort of wrestling-specific realignment because now you, you lose Arizona State from the Pac-12, and the Pac-12 is left with um, Oregon State and, and Stanford and some affiliates. Um, you know, your Cal Poly's your, and things like that. <clears throat> They're going to have to consolidate. They're going to have to go to some other conference. Mm -hmm. And so um, I don't know if they, you know, would Wyoming want to not be in the Big 12? Would Little Rock not want to be in? Well, you still have Little Rock in the Pac-12. Um, but something's going to have to happen there, right? Um, Northern Colorado is in the Big 12. I mean, the, the Big 12 could now um, – the Big 12 now could say, let's just go to conference full members only um, and have our conference tournament and all affiliate members are going to have to find figure out something to do. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. I'm not too in the know on that part. How many schools are just wrestling alone affiliated with different conferences? A ton. It's a, a lot, ton. Right? It's a lot. Um the SoCon is a mismatch, uh, you know, of, of of teams from different conferences. Uh, you know, the, the Big Twelve is Big Twelve is the one, right? Because the Big Twelve was down to just a handful of teams at one time: um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Iowa State. Uh, there wasn't too many. I think at, at one time it was five. I mean, they were down. Mizzou's uh, right and now, then they took think, right. Mizzou is, but Mizzou's an SEC team, right? Yeah. Um uh, uh and Mizzou was at, at, in the Mac for a long time. So uh really the Big Twelve it, the Big Twelve was they were down they pretty much uh perpetuate itself by taking on affiliate affiliate schools right because technically i mean uh oklahoma and missouri are secs um and so you know you have the cal baptists in there you have the north dakota state the south dakota state they're not big 12 schools so they might have to they might have to figure something out and that's going to be that's going to be. I, I don't. I don't hear anybody talking about that. I don't hear anybody talking about what. Um, you know, there's there's people out there that are talking about what is Oregon State going to do? What is Stanford going to do uh, as far as wrestling? But there's not many people talking about what the Big Twelve could do and and what the affiliate members of the Big Twelve could do. They could pull. They could peel away. Um, which will affect both them. It could be a new conference and it could be, uh, it will affect the big 12. It's also rumored that Florida state and Clemson are in talks with the big 10. Mm -hmm. I, th those for me might be two of the schools I would love to see at a program the most. Oh, I love it. I love, I'd love to see, man. I mean, it's tough. 
tough to me. It's tough for me to say I don't care about any of them. Washington, the state of Washington doesn't have a Division One wrestling program. That's terrible. Um, UCLA, USC would be great just to have one of them. Um, Florida State does not have a Division One program. Of the state of Florida. Florida, adding Florida State would be amazing. Um, Clemson and its branding, I, I think, you know, they're sort of natural fits to for ACC, but um, these are places that need programs. And the, the potential for them to add is just amazing. It would, I'd love nothing more for that, for that to happen, but these are business money decisions, and it's hard for me to believe. It's hard to, for me to believe that these ads and these school presidents are going to make a business decision to make money. They're going to make a business decision to make money, <clears throat> and then the, in turn, they're going to make a decision to add a wrestling program that does not that costs money. Right, so well, yeah, I don't uh, know if it was Terry Pelly. Somebody, somebody was talking about that. You know, it's like why to to. I saw you quote tweet them, like to add something to your table that you do not have to. You don't get paid more for it. It's just a further right. responsibility to oversee. Yeah, yeah. you're going to add responsibility and cost. Right. Uh, you know, I, it just doesn't doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, the, it only makes sense in a moral perspective. Uh, and when I say that, I mean the 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 original the original idea behind college athletics was to give your students extracurricular activities to to uh, provide a place to participate. Uh, in activities that your student body enjoyed, right? Um, and, you know, that's why I always bring up California, who has uh, the most, California has the most wrestlers in high school, but yet they don't have a state university that offers the sport. I mean, isn't your job, isn't your job as a state institution to provide opportunities for your constituents right um and they don't so um in a moral way in a moral from a moral angle it's the right thing to do to provide to have to provide opportunities but from a but it's not mandated and from a dollars and cents thing why would they do it who do you think if there was the out of all these schools moving conferences that don't have wrestling right now who would you think is most likely to potentially add wrestling if one school added it who would you be least surprised to hear added it Oregon I think they have the pressure I think there's pressure on them um I think they still there's still a smoldering of people in Eugene that are pissed off that they canceled the program there's still um people like me that bitch about Nike having a whole lot of money, making money on wrestling. Uh, they have all, all the resources in the world. 
They have all the resources in the world. There is no, um, there is no reason that Oregon can't. And so if there was one program that I think would, it would be Oregon. Yeah. It'd be super cool. I, I, you know, Pac-12 does themselves no favors. And I know this is a huge thing with football and everything else, but Pac-12 does no favors with consumption, like watching the sports. So it, it yeah. is, you know, moving to the Big Ten. I understand why some of these schools are moving. And again, if you're kind of not paying too much attention, a lot of this has to do with television rights and making more money off streaming and, you know, trying to win a football championship stuff. <laughs> An interesting thing, too, about Oregon is a lot of people don't remember this, but when Oregon dropped, when Oregon dropped wrestling, they started a baseball program. And the reason behind that was because Oregon State was doing great in baseball. They went back-to-back -back national titles in baseball. And um, Oregon got jealous. Oregon got jealous. So they cut wrestling and added baseball. And they had like no success, right? I think they might have been okay for like an instant, but then no. Then they had no like they had no success. And Boise State was another one. They started baseball and I think they cut it already because it's so cost um prohibitive right it's 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 very high cost where you know if wrestling a wrestling program isn't going to bring you in a lot of money uh if at all at most places but it's not going to cost you a whole lot of money either it's a right. pretty cheap yeah boise state cut baseball and swimming in 2020 yeah and that's that's what seven years after starting it six years after starting it that's crazy Genius AD cut wrestling and added baseball and then cut baseball within. I mean, they spent millions of dollars on a field. There's two two things I was intrigued to talk to you about in regards to the conference realignment and it's coaching and recruiting, because that's one thing that I don't think a lot of people are, are talking about or, or really even care about in some regard. But the number of how that would change recruiting, it would provide, obviously provide more opportunities. And coaching more opportunities be cool if you start thinking of like who could coach Oregon, who could coach coach Washington State. This is obviously all still still early, but have you heard anything behind the scenes of people who are like really paying attention to try to like get ahead of all this? As far as like uh, like on the coaching you... side, like are there Just people? There, there's I don't know if I want to say some of their names. But I feel like there's a lot of like number twos or number threes that got to be really eager to see if, if any of these schools add wrestling, because I'm sure they'd love to throw their hat in the ring to start a program. It's not yeah. easy though, to start well, a program. Like that's a, I remember when Chenzo went with Cole to Stanford, how much work they had to do. And that was just cutting a program and then restarting it. To start one from scratch takes a lot of work. You have to really be a good fit, in my view, for that. Yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't heard. Um, I haven't talked to anybody that says, you know, hey, if USC starts a program, I'm definitely um, in. You know, I'm definitely interested in the program. I haven't, but I, then again, I don't know how 
people on the inside, I don't think the people on the inside are optimistic. Agreed. I don't think that no, I agree. I don't think the people, I don't think they've got to that stage yet because I don't believe that the people, that, that, that people on the inside of wrestling think that there's going to be any programs that get started. Um, I, I certainly think there's no shortage of candidates that would be great in some of these places. Um, but yeah, that's where we're at. The, the recruiting too, you, you kind of already alluded to it, but the recruiting opportunities in California, if one of these West Coast programs added wrestling is bananas. Yeah. I mean, um, especially down South, Southern Cal, SoCal, uh, they produce a good amount of wrestlers that don't produce it like the Fresno Valley, but they produce a good amount of wrestlers. I mean, there's a natural pipeline there for kids who want to stay home and go to um, USC or UCLA um, I mean, just look at the, just look at the kids alone that Ruben Valencia has produced. You know, there's a lot of good young girls over there too. I mean, that's uh, the girls. Forget about it. They, you know, they should have a Division One program um, for the girls for sure. And if there's, you know, that's a great point actually. Um, if I talk about servicing your constituents, I'm talking about giving. Uh, opportunities for what your state is good at and what your state is interested in. The fact that there's not a Division One girls wrestling program in the state of California is just an abomination. It's a dereliction of duty from any uh, university professionals and all the state legislature. I mean, that's just ridiculous. And now seems like the best time. Like you are, you're already seeing a huge rise in women's program. You're seeing a huge. I think this year was like Fargo. The biggest year-over-year gain was women's freestyle, girls wrestling. It, it's growing so much, and I think there's a unique opportunity to not only add wrestling, but adding both men's and women's wrestling would, would be sweet. Well, uh, you know, it looked that way, but NIL, NIL, and now conference realignment, mega super mega coast-to-coast conferences. Division one women's wrestling is dead. Why? It's, you you've you've tweeted about that a couple of times. I don't know if we've talked about it. Tell me why. Because cost. They're, they're, they're not going, these schools are not going to absorb cost um in an era that just got ushered in where they have to do everything they can. For NIL, I mean, um, they're going to be their number one focus is going to be football and basketball, and getting their athletes the most money they can. Here's a, and here's the thing too that a lot of people don't know. For instance, California state legislature is has a bill that. Their athletes must. Their athletes must be paid. Their athletes really? must be. Paid. If that goes through, if That's that wild. goes through, forget about it. Forget about it. Because you know who they're going to pay. You're going to play basketball and football. And yeah. I, you know, I don't know. 
I, I'm not up to date on the current um the current numbers. Well, it's, it hasn't changed in forever. But to be NCAA Division One, you have to have a minimum sports. You have to have minimum revenue. You have to have minimum this and that. You have to have minimum ticket sales to football games and stuff like that. Um, you know, the scary part is the doomsday scenario is that the university presidents and university athletic directors <laughs> would it be a beyond? Would it, would it surprise you if they changed those rules in some? near future where you only had to have three sports i mean you know yeah it's crazy to um <laughs> i was trying to find one of your tweets and i'm finding the most likely oregon because they have unlimited nike money and if oregon doesn't yeah. have them <laughs> um yeah yeah it, it's 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 an interesting time i i think it's going to be it's a monumental change if these schools do add wrestling. I think it it becomes a very fun time to be a wrestling fan. But I'm hearing the same thing you are, which is no optimism from anybody. Like, oh hey, so and so can you know be adding wrestling program. There's none of that. This is all yeah, about I mean, football and football alone. There's, you know. But it is happening. For those people asking, it is happening. Like it that. is. I don't want to seem like a conspiracy theorist, but I think it would be it'd be more likely in, in 50 years if college wrestling looks like women's college wrestling, where it's at Lindenwood and it's at uh, East Stroudsburg, you know, as opposed to... Would we be looking at a Willie career change? I was if thinking you... about going in a modeling well i saw you want to grow your hair out yeah so you take beer caps yeah. off <laughs> um uh, all right a couple other topics any final conference realignment uh thoughts well uh, i i talked about big 12 using big 12 teams you know maybe keeping you know oklahoma maybe keeping some of the traditional ones oklahoma missouri um I think the I think the West should organize. I think the West should organize. I think the Big Twelve should become smaller. I think the West should organize and maybe have a conference where it's Oregon State, uh, Cal Poly, Northern Colorado, Wyoming, maybe the Dakotas, um, or something. I think we need another. We're going to need another conference um, because Pac twelve is gone. Pac-12 Pac is gone. gone. But again, Pac-12 needs part of their problem is between the late night uh, hours, the poor viewing. They need the East Coast audience. And at their current infrastructure, which is now basically non-existent, it's very hard to follow that closely. Yeah, but I mean, they 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 I don't know what Pac-12 is going to do. I mean, are they going to even retain the name? I mean, the Pac-12. I, I think they're going to be dissolved. I think it'll be dissolved. It, it's such a shame. Pac-12 is just a, such a prestigious conference for decades and decades, and and you know what's the the Rose Bowl is no more. The Rose Bowl Big Ten versus Pac-12 champ is no more. I mean, that's just sad from a from a traditionalist perspective. But um, I think that I think the West needs to reorganize. Um, 
um, whether, you know, who knows what Stanford does, but they still have enough schools with uh, Wyoming and Utah Valley and, and um, Oregon State, Cal Poly, uh, Cal Baptist, um, that they, they could have their own conference. And frankly, you know, everybody's, everybody's jazzed about the left coast schools going to the big 10 and the potential for them to add programs. I mean, I don't, again, I don't think they're going to add programs, but even if they would, now you're talking about a conference tournament where it's like 18 schools or whatever, <laughs> it, it would be 18 programs. I mean, I don't know if that's good for wrestling. I don't know if that's good for, I mean, if that would happen, I think <laughs> they'll never go, they'll never do this, but they're, Conference qualifiers, maybe their conference tournament should be, should be Big Ten West and Big Ten East, and have two, uh, two eight team tournaments. Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be there's going to be there's pieces to put together, that's for sure. Um, and and who knows who knows if they would ever do something. I think the Big Ten that the, the the people in the Big Ten, the schools that are in the Big Ten, the Kales and the and the Tom Brands and the you know the Minnesotas, Nebraskas, um, they, they enjoy being in the Big Ten and they're you know they take pride in it. Uh, and so I don't think they would ever change this, but I think this maybe the smartest model for wrestling is to go to regionals, right? Take. Um, instead of conference tournament, do it, do it geographically, uh, because now there's just these mega tournaments, right? There's, there's the big 12 who has a million schools. There's a big 10 who has a million schools. Um, and then there's, there's conferences that are four or five teams. Right. And, and frankly, from a fan perspective, well, you know, it's really, it's really great to see Alex Marinelli and Vincenzo Joseph three or four times a year, but at the same time, uh, why? Maybe maybe Alex Marinelli wins the Big Ten West and Vincenzo wins the Big Ten East, and then we see it at NCAAs, and I don't know. There's there's you know for the Big Ten, and I said it a long time ago, um, how big that conference is, how grueling that schedule is. Uh, not only the dual meet schedule, but then also the conference tournament. Um, I would not be opposed. I I would like a regional format where um, we don't see it till the end. And if I had a kid, if I had a son that was good at wrestling, or if I was advising, um, I'm not saying. I, trust me, I don't. I don't turn kids away. I don't say don't go to the Big Ten. But I don't know if I'd send my kid to the Big Ten. Um, I mean, football already has Big Ten East and West. Like they have, you know, an East Division, West Division, winner of the East Division faces the West Division. That's their Big Ten championship. Yeah, I just at what point does it come, become too grueling, too brutal, too yeah. taxing? You know, um, it's interesting too because when you have a lot of those matchups where you do have two of the top guys, and they're like, let's say Carr and O'Toole, where they're scheduled four potential times in the season where you have, you know, big 12 NCAAs, a dual meet in Southern scuffle. And we never see every one regardless. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. 
And can you blame them? I mean, no, hundred percent, no. And I, I told either Carr or someone recently, like, of course, we as fans, we'd love to see a great match, so we want to see it all the time. Doesn't mean it's the right thing to happen for anybody, right? Yeah. Speaking so, of Carr, I texted you after that episode about when the heck Crystal Ball is going to come out for the next season. I feel like mid-August you usually have it by now. Yeah, I'm going to get cranking on it. I'm behind in a lot of stuff. I actually. Um, yeah, uh, crystal balls coming out soon. Um, maybe some, maybe some big boards. I think the, I think the first priority for me is going to be crystal ball and then freshman big board, because I think that, um, the, the senior big board is sort of fine tuned junior, especially senior big board sort of fine tuned to the extent that movement would be minimal it's almost static um but i think people are really interested in the fresh blood that's coming into high school uh i mean we saw paul kenny win a world title and uh joey bachman take world bronze um they're not in high school yet right so people are going to be really interested in that that was gonna be my next thing i was going to ask you about you know i love by the way I try not to do it because I don't like confusing people because I end up getting a ton of DMs, but I love that you still call it cadets. Whereas I've been using, I've been using like U17, U20, just because I want to try to use the verbiage UWW uses so they can understand and follow it. But I love when it's like cadet world recap, cadet draws. I love seeing, seeing the the proper term for it. I don't know if, I don't know if I'm being, the old man get off my lawn type guy or just traditionalist or just stubborn, just, uh, you know, an iconic, like just being contradictory on purpose, but I hate 17. You, I hate it. Give me cadets. Give me juniors. Yep. You haven't done a a cadets recap, right? You want to just kind of overview it real quick? Uh, yeah, I haven't done a cadet recap. So, but, um, uh, on video, you know, I did it in, yep. in writing, but, uh, man, I thought, <clears throat> I thought we really performed well. Um, I know some people are down. Um, Davino went 0 and 1. Aiden Sinclair went 1 and 1. Um, Samson Stillwell went 0 and 1. And, uh, Christian Castillo went 0 and 2. Um, and so, a lot of people are probably like, wow, you know, last year we brought home nine medals. This year we had a lot of one and dones. Um, that's really surprising. Well, it's not surprising for two reasons. Um, when I did the draws article for the cadets, I, I saw this coming. I mean, I even, I even tweeted, we got our work cut out for us because our opening draws were terrible. Um, our, uh, there was a distinct, there was a, it was really weird how it uh, shook out because frankly our best guys got the worst draws. Um, Our best guys got the worst draws. So that was really interesting. And another thing that was interesting that was that our best guys with the worst draws were all on day two. So we had this day one flight, which balled out with four making the semis. Um, and then we had this next group, which is probably bigger stars, but tougher roads. 
Um, and so day one, we balled out four out of five in the semis. Day two, down goes Davino, down goes Sinclair um, early, you know. And so it sort of, sort of took some air out of the balloon from, I think, maybe the general public. But you had to know it was possible because the competition early was so hard. Now, you, you mentioned in your articles and, you know, it's tough because. You, so when I'm covering these events, a lot of times I cover USA as in yeah. Team USA. But that's kind of shifting because we have more and more athletes competing for other countries, you know. Yeah. Roman yeah. had back-to-back text in Mexico. I'm not going to, you know, cover the Olympics, the world championships, and not talk about Roman Bravo Young. You know, and that's right. happening at all age levels now where you had Bachman wrestling for Puerto Rico against, you know, he's a PA kid, American, wrestling for Puerto Rico against an American in the first round. What did yeah. you think? Because you're, you're very pro- you want to see if there's 20 countries at world, you want to see 20 Americans wrestling for 20 different countries. What, what did you think when there was a first round matchup? Terrible. There was actually, there was actually two of them. That was American versus American. Um, Freddie Bachman against uh, Ignacio Villasenor was the big one. Cause um, I, I thought that, well, Freddie's a little young, but, Ignacio was a metal threat, right? And I was like, man, he might get tripped up by Freddie. Um, so that was a big one. But also, uh, Ladarian Lockett wrestled Yandro Soto. Not Yandro Soto. He wrestled Victor Soto from Florida. But that was pretty much like you knew Ladarian yeah. was going to win that one. Um, but, you know, I didn't like that they hit the first round. Um but isn't it why? I don't know how I feel about it. I, I mean, how I feel about it is do what you want to do, man. Do what you want to do. Um, you know, there was a there was a time, and maybe this was, maybe this was my USA insecurity, like because, you know, we came off a time where it we didn't get a lot of medals at senior worlds. There was a time where, you know, we were bringing one or two home. Burroughs was meddling all by himself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was one year with Burroughs and Herbert, one year Burroughs alone, one year like uh, Burroughs and Coleman. I guess that Olympics was pretty good because we had three. We had Burroughs, Barner, and but that was when it was 10. So, you know, we had three out of 10. But anyway, I think there was a time where I was anti-wrestle for another country because we need the medals. We need the medals. We need – we need – our guys here meddling for the United States. I think, I think our success as seniors has dampened that has softened my stance on that because I'm like, go ahead, go wrestle for another country where us is just going to, we'll be fine. We'll have medalists. Right. So I think, um, I think my stance on that has just go do what you want to do. You do you right. Um, if that's what's in your heart, go do it. So, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't blame the Bachmans. Um, I don't blame anybody that that transfers. But uh, well, you're going to see it more and more as you see it on the senior level. It's, yeah. It, it, wow, these kids didn't get to high school; they already transferred. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And I think as it happens more and more on the senior level, they're just going to start earlier. 
you know, why yeah. wouldn't they just establish that process and establish all that early? Um, but yeah, so we, we did have three world champs, which was pretty cool. Finished in unofficial third, second kind of, second according to the points. Third, if yeah. you add up the athletes that were not allowed to compete for their country, Russia. Yeah, yeah. You- uh, yeah no, another good year. I think, <clears throat> generally speaking, Americans get spoiled. Um, I, I think, you know, when we go into a tournament, be it cadets or juniors or U23s or seniors, every year Americans are a little overzealous. I, you know, I... I said, I think before Cadet Worlds, I said, I, I'm pretty sure we'll be top three. Pretty sure we'll be top three. There's a chance we're not. I mean, a chance we're, you know, we could be fourth. And, and I think people looked sideways at me like, what are you talking about? Like, this team's amazing. Davino and Sinclair and Darren Lockett and Marcus Blaze. Like, uh, uh, we're going to kill it. We're going to, you know, we could take first. And, uh, yeah, we can take first, but the world is good, guys. The world is good, and we hit some tough guys, and it's possible that what happened happened. Um, but, you know, every year before Worlds, uh, how many medals are we going to get? Oh, we're going to get we're gonna get nine medals. I see U.S. bringing home nine medals. Dude, it ain't happening. Well, <laughs> the world is good. I was going to ask you with, you know, with cadets over next week or yeah. And the next week kicks off the juniors and our team is stacked. Stacked, And everybody and every American is going to say, we're going to bring home seven medals, dude. It ain't happening. It's not happening. Uh, (laughs) That's it. Okay. Wait. Okay. Okay. Time out. Does Luke medal at 57? I don't know. Well, it's a, lean, lean towards one way. It's a bubble. Uh, I'll, I'll give you Luke. Luke Luke medals at Worlds every year. Okay, so we're on for one. Buzakis okay. at 61. Which way Buzakis, do you lean? I Buzakis, I think, does. Okay, so we're two for two. Jesse Mendez. No, he's too small. <sighs> okay. Meyer Shapiro. Don't tell me he's not meddling. Yeah, give me Meyer. <laughs> so already we're three for four. Mess and bring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mess and bring medals. <laughs> okay, so we're at what, okay, four? All right, Singleton. No. Okay. Uh, Bennett Berge. No. Uh, Bennett Berge was silver last year, yes. He's okay. medals. So that's five. Dara. No. Okay. McDaniel. No. Okay. And Chris Carroll. Christian Carroll. I'd lean, I'd mm. say he I'd lean towards he does. I'd okay. lean towards. Yeah. Okay. So six. Six. That's still a great six. squad. Like and I understand what the fans do where it's like, you know, seven, eight, nine medals. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's a strong squad that kicks off the 14th. Next that month. is amazing. 
it was an amazing squad. And I said six, and uh, I picked six individuals. I bet you only five did. I, I bet you there's a surprise in there because that's what happens. Yeah. The U- the women's team, too, is, is stacked. Yeah. Kennedy Blades at 76. I bet you Laura at 72. <laughs> I mean, that's just ridiculous. Audrey at 50. I mean, yeah, they're Katie Goldman's 53. That, that squad's ridiculous, too. Um, so yeah, overall, overall, you think it was a good performance? Is right, right in line where where you thought the cadets were going to be? Right in line. It was right in line with what I thought. I mean, if if Tavino medals, if Sinclair medals, and and that's a long shot because they went zero and one and one and one. But if they medal, it's basically perfect, right? If they don't. It's right in line with what I expected. You, yeah. you, you can't like that's that's what I guess I'm getting at is Americans are like they assume a perfect scenario and it's just it never works out that it rarely works out that way. Last year cadets did, um, twenty, I don't know what is it twenty fifteen twenty seventeen in Paris, it worked out perfectly, right? It worked yeah, out perfectly. In July Snyder beats. Said July, right? I mean, that's that's a tournament going perfectly, but you can't assume perfection. Yeah, James Green only has one more one more tournament, and then he's out. Have you heard anything about who's going to replace him? Yes, done. When when's that being announced? I don't know, but I I don't know. Uh, and I've spoken to the guy that got the job. And he wants to be very respectful of everything. So yeah. I think U.S. Like, wants to be respectful. I think, um, oh my God, I must have said the name. Well, we're not yeah. live, so we could have we could have edited it out, but yeah, that's right. Uh, the person that got the job wants to be respectful of both the job he's leaving and of James Green, yeah. right? Like, uh, and the athletes, right? And the athletes, like. James gets the job done through the rest of the summer and then they announce I, I think they'll I think they might wait until like maybe like, like uh juniors are done or U twenty threes are done. I think. But I don't well, know. Well James I think only goes to U twenties. I don't think he does U twenty threes. So it makes sense. Okay. So it would make sense if they maybe did it after Poland. Yeah. You're not going to Poland, right? I keep hearing you complain about passport issues. Yeah, no, I dude, I stopped uh, stopped worrying about the passport thing. I'll get it in time to go to France next year. Or, uh, yeah, France for the Olympics, and that's it. I'm not gonna too much headaches, man. Move in passports, this and that, setting up your freaking cable. I don't like tedium. I don't like doing little. What are you doing for a studio out there? You had that beautiful setup back in PA. What are you doing out there? You're gonna do like a. You're gonna get a well, whole setup going. I'm gonna be back there. I'm gonna be back there a bunch, and I'll catch. Yeah, I'm gonna get a whole new setup out here. Um, I got it. I actually have it pretty close to what I want. Um, might have to get some lighting and some 
some stuff. Uh, there's some details, but the studio at home and staying at home. And, you know, I'm going to be back there a lot during the winter, during the college season for events and stuff. And um, it's my plan to leave the studio at home the way it is and pop in there. And I don't have to lug equipment around coast to coast. And I can just hit power on and do a show from, from Pennsylvania. I love it. All right. Well, that's conference realignments. That's cadets recap. Um, crystal ball you're working on James green replacements going to be announced shortly. Um, Excited, yep. Trying to think you got, you got anything else. Am I missing anything that's kind of been happening well, recently? I, have, I, what's, what's your, uh, what's been your smoker situation recently? Have you, have you done anything good? Anything you're proud of on the Traeger? Yeah, my big thing lately is tenderloin roast. They're so good. Yeah. You, you reverse sear it, so you get a nice big tenderloin like this. Yeah. Smoke it at 225. Then I got a gas grill right next to it and uh, crank that up to 600 and sear it minute, minute and a half aside. But I'm actually, I think I'm going to be getting a new Traeger. Yeah. Because, and I'm, I am open to other smokers or people convinced from likely Traeger, my son has like a crazy allergy to dairy. So anytime I put either he's got allergies to dairy, soy, all that. So anytime yeah. I put something on the Traeger and then he eats it, he gets a reaction. So I haven't been able to cook him anything. So I gave a buddy of mine the Traeger that was in the garage, a 780. And now I yeah. might move the iron iron one eight eighty five into the garage for the winter smoker when it's raining all that and get a new one for out back some of these new ones you know they're so expensive like three or four grand yeah it's yeah. it's crazy but yeah i mean we always we throw pulled we do pulled pork all the time for parties we do tenderloin roast if like my mother and her husband are in town so the traeger i'll just tell you what i tell you what i'd like to do but obviously can't do it now because moving and stuff i'm in between some, some some things but the steelhead trout up here brother ain't nothing like it up here pacific northwest baby what's that you ain't really fly you drove out there right so you haven't what's that flight situation like that Not does... a flight situation it's fine flight situation is fine boom spokane spokane anywhere yeah but then layover somewhere to get home right to pa Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I didn't look at flights yet. From well, I guess you're I a maniac before. for making that drive from PA out there. A maniac. It is so beautiful. I cannot express to you how beautiful Montana is. It's it's, it's oh, incredible. I believe it. I just I can't drive more than three hours. I'll be asleep. Yeah, it was. I hated it. I hate driving. I used to love it when I was a kid. I loved it. I'll drive twenty hours nonstop, but. Now I'm like, I could be doing so many other things instead of staring at the car in front of me. Yeah. And like, for me, if I was in Spokane, I'd be going down to Oregon, hit the Williamette Valley, drink some amazing Pinot. You know, and that's probably yeah. like seven hours. Oh, the other thing that's great on a Traeger that's underrated is uh, smoking a burger. So you yeah. make a nice thick half pound Wagyu burger, Angus beef burger. Smoke it at 225 until it hits like 145, 150. And that thing yeah. is just so dang good. Yeah. I bet. So good. You can quickly sear it at the end if you want to, but yeah. 
doing the, I'm doing the trout, the steelhead, and the salmon out here. Um, not smoked, of course, but in the restaurants, it's so good, so different. Oh, and it's got to be great to walk in and hear that as a special, knowing how fresh it is. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's good. Yeah, but that's all I got, buddy. Um, I guess next is we kind of gear up for juniors, right? Yeah, we'll we'll probably do a show together after juniors. I've been trying to have on some of the guys. I know people like when I have these athletes on and tell their stories. So had um, Rocky Elam on last week, caught yeah, up with Bo Bartlett uh, before that, had David Carr on. So yeah. it's easier to coordinate with these guys during the offseason. Get them on. They're having fun. They're relaxed. So I'll probably do some yeah. more stories. And then, uh, yeah, we go right from then – World Championships end of September. We're only a month and a half out from that. And then the college season's already here again. I know, right? I know. I can't wait. I mean, to, to tie it back up, to tie it back up from the main topic, I can't wait to see what becomes of um, conference realignment, wrestling specific, right? Mm-hmm. Will 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 teams trade conferences? Will will a new conference tournament or conference qualif or NCAA qualifier? Will that be, um, will that become? I'm I'm sure they are, but uh, who knows when we get uh, those tidbits? It any be... any uh, gambling story updates? No, no. Um, you know, I uh, we've been hearing that Iowa has significant people facing significant penalties but we've been hearing that for months so that's all we know the the panero thing still panero. makes me laugh panero going hard af what a what all time tweet dude he did though <laughs> he did he was not like he was not playing around well but what people also don't understand about when you see amounts like that is it's like if you bet $10 and let's say you're live betting and you just keep winning, losing, winning, losing, winning, losing, you're not making those big deposits. You're just, you didn't bet $5,000. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hilarious tweet, an all time tweet. <laughs> went hard AF. <laughs> oh, man. See what happens with him. All right, Willie. Well, that's all I got. I can't uh, I can't wait to see what happens next with this conference stuff. I'm glad we glad we talked yeah. about it. Now I can just tell people to go listen to this well, show. Let's hit, uh, let's hit me and you maybe a show after Crystal Ball and maybe a show um Yeah, we got to review Crystal Ball. I've been waiting cuz I'm already I'm already ready to argue with you. <laughs> and you haven't even uh, done them yet. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. All right, we'll be back right, soon. Buddy. See ya. And the beat goes on.